0: Hello, this is Timmy Black and welcome again to another episode of The Lives of Contemporary Artists. Now, I have to tell you I I got a lot of grief about our about our last episode. A lot of grief, a lot of guff. I got I got a lot of What do they call it? I got a lot of I got a lot of pushback. A lot of pushback about my my citation or or some might say my appropriation, some might even say my misappropriation of Frederick Nietzsche in order to make some sort of point about about cell phones. Well, some people thought I was I was I was putting on airs, being a little bit of a a show off you know just like spitting out uh, the name of some famous 19th century German philosopher in order in order to make myself look smart And, and and you know what I went through that last episode pretty carefully and I went through all those nasty emails and you know what there there might be some truth to some of these complaints I mean never claim to be more clever, any, any smarter, any more sophisticated than the average over-educated urban near well who's involved even peripherally in the arts. I mean, when I prepare these podcasts, I'll admit I do from, from time to time. Avail myself of one of those quotable quote type websites. You know those websites. You know like Wiki Quote or or quotable quips or that or that new one from that guy from from Stanford. What's it called? Copy Kittens. I. I mean. I. I think everybody does it, right? I mean, it, it's it's so easy now to 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 sound uh, you know, well read to to sound smart, s- smart ish. I mean. Everybody, journalists, politicians, webinar facilitators, life coaches, baseball coaches, drill sergeants, uh, talk show hosts, wedding toasters, all manner of bloviating bolsters all seem to be invoking with a quote one authority or another in order to put a, 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 brighter, a brighter shine on their normally unimpressive observations. We're all guilty. I mean, last spring, I I went to my nephew, uh, my nephew Itamar's dental school graduation, and the dean, who who was a pretty famous oral surgeon in his own right, actually began his speech like this. And now graduates, as you embark upon the dark, cavernous jaws of life's journey it's never too early to reflect upon the baleful words of joseph stalin when he said show me your gums and i will show you who you'll betray you know the other day i found this book i found this book on the checkout line at barnes and noble uh, it was right next to the, right next to the Belgian chocolates, and just on the side of the T. S. Eliot keychains, and, and 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 the book. It's a small book. It was called, uh, it's called, the Lazy Person's Guide to Public Speaking, and it it, compi- it was compiled by this professor, um, ma- named um, Maurice Punto Manuel from Everest College. Or was it Manuel Maurice? I, I'm, I'm not sure. I actually lent the book to my sister, Tammy. Yeah, she needs it to uh, do a... She's preparing a presentation on growth margin metrics for this biotech company that she works for. And she needs it to spice up her PowerPoint. Uh, what, what did she say? She need. She said she needed some cool, offbeat references that would make enzymes and microorganisms sound kind of sexy and, and and at the same time kind of serious. I think she used some Lou Reed Velvet Underground quote, but I don't know. I'll have to ask her how it went. Anyway, so I have this book. This is, there's an actual book. It's called The Lazy Person's Guide to Public Speaking, and it's organized according to to sentiment you know like like Tammy found the Lou Reed quote in the ecstasy and inebriation chapter I'm told that's a very popular chapter for uh, weddings and also for funerals anyway the book is organized according to sentiment it's alphabetical so you can imagine it you have sections let's see if I can remember let's see a um, ardor B, uh, ardor beauty Then compassion, uh, followed by, I think, duty, engagement, um, fairness, um, gluttony, no. I I don't think there's a gluttony section, but you get the idea. Anyway, let me give you a few examples. I actually took a screenshot of the index in case I needed something for one of these podcast episodes so it's on my computer let me see i got it here virtue yeah virtue uh in order to seem virtuous i guess you you, you have uh, available gandhi uh Martin Luther King, uh, Ellen DeGeneres, and Oprah, (laughs) okay, and um, let's see, Courage, let's look at Courage, for Courage, we have Nelson Mandela, um, Jackie Robinson, Jackie Gleason, Jackie Kennedy, and what's this, Jackie, Jackie what? I, I I can't pronounce this, but apparently it's, a, it's like a, some guy from Panda Express. Anyway, let me look up creative. Creative. Creative is something that we know something about, right? Okay, here, of course. Picasso, we have Picasso, uh, Maya Angelou, Flannery O'Connor, Mika Carpentier, Frida Kahlo, Timmy Black, just kidding. Not yet, but But don't worry, I'm working on my own book, an illustrated book. An illustrated book of my own clever and original and inspiring aphorisms, so stay tuned for that. But anyway, let's get back to this Nietzsche backlash. Listen, I can assure you that when Timmy cites some famous German philosopher, I can assure you that I have, I have read the books that I have studied the books, that I have, well, that I have at least skimmed the books uh, in college, or, or maybe even after college. But certainly in college, I, I, I guarantee I've skimmed the books. And, 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 and speaking of college, just show me, find me a sensitive Alienated, curious, lost, slightly embittered, slightly lonely college student who hasn't dredged up Nietzsche's famously misused and misinterpreted nihilistic nugget that there are no facts, only interpretations, in order to score a few unearned rhetorical points. I mean, come on. (laughs) <laughs> and again, speaking of college, what about all those insufferable French literature majors? Those those pretentious, obnoxious, chain-smoking horde of exis- ex- Exeter existentialists we used to call them. All that all that all that authenticity and that bad faith and the essence versus existence. I mean, when you cherry pick all these philosophers, you could infi- you could find an excuse for any kind of self-indulgent behavior i mean they they, they, you know they 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 shouldn't let you read jean-paul sartre until you're at least old enough to legally order a pastis okay so i quoted nietzsche in our last episode fine guilty guilty and While checking all of Kierkegaard's categories of self-love, I realized that loving myself was not one of my many character flaws, but looting the reflected light of greater minds is so. From now on, you have my assurance, my pledge, my promise. I will not use wiki quotes, brainy quotes, quote garden, the quotation page or any other cheat sheet reeking of mauvaise foi, in order to inflate, validate, or otherwise ameliorate my flimsy yet stimulating soliloquies. And with that promise I will leave myself on intellectual probation. Now next time we'll return our subject. I think, I think, I think we'll return to the subject of painters. Yes. Painters. Painters and painting. Yes. So join me, won't you, next time as we discuss the banality of easel on the lives of contemporary artists.